Hello there. Great of you to tune in again. My name is Hein, and today I'd like to address two issues unknown to or ignored by most road users, even more so by the most vulnerable of all, motorcyclists. These are physics of speed and the visible reserve. Now, already I could imagine question marks going up, what are these? Let me explain. A motorcycle ridden at 40 kilometers an hour or slower can stop in about 12 meters giving the rider a good chance to brake and stop in time if a car turns in front of him. Keep that figure in mind, 12 meters. Let's add some more speed. If the motorcycle was being ridden at 60 kilometers an hour and the car turns 12 meters in front of him, the motorcycle would still be traveling at about 50 kilometers an hour at the time of impact. Yes, now we're talking about impact. At any speed, 60 kilometers an hour and faster, the distance will entirely be taken up with thinking time from the rider and the rider will be unable to slow down at all. So if the rider rides at say 80 kilometers an hour and a car turns in front of him at 12 meters, the rider will hit that car at 80 kilometers an hour. Now I don't want to scare you with these figures. I want to make you aware of issues that are ignored, not maybe not deliberately, but issues that are ignored by any road user out there, and more so uh, on, on motorcycles. Now, how does speed tie in with your visible reserve? And what is the visible reserve? The visible reserve is the visible distance, sorry for all the visible words, but it's the visible distance in which you can safely avoid incident, a crash, or a collision. Uh, next week or so, I'll be talking about the differences in a crash and a collision and why I refuse to call it an accident, but let's not get into that now. At any given speed, a certain minimum distance is needed to stop a specific motorcycle or vehicle. So if you expect to avoid that pedestrian or the stationary truck just around the next blind turn, your speed must be limited to your stopping distance. Uh, without getting too technical, I hope you're following me with this one. For example, let's say your bike is capable of coming to a stop from 100 kilometers an hour and 35 meters. Now you're welcome to go find a straight stretch of road and invite a few friends and go and try these out for yourself. See if the math adds up. So if you can't see any further ahead than 35 meters, your speed shouldn't be any faster than 100 kilometers an hour. Does it make sense what I'm saying? Of course, in real world situations, it also takes 0.5 seconds or so to react and another second or so of progressive front brake squeezing to full braking capacity, in other words, to respond to what you are seeing in front of you. At 100 kilometers an hour, 1.5 seconds will eat up an extra 40 meters. Oh, snap. That means that your actual stopping distance from 100 kilometers an hour is more like 75 meters. If your visible reserve is only 40 meters, your speed should really be no more than perhaps 60 to 80 kilometers an hour. You see what I'm getting at. Now let's not add or bring ABS into this yet because that's, that's a different story. ABS is not made to make you stop quicker necessarily. It's primarily intended to help prevent the loss of control and not to, in some magical way, make the brake more effective at stopping in a short distance. Here's a side tip. Take me up on it, please. Nearly 80% of riders do not cover their levers. By levers, I'm saying your clutch, your front brake, or in your rear brake. Put your fingers on those. Put your toe, big toe, or two toes on the back brake lever, if you like, when you're riding. 
not covering your levers, fingers on the brake, clutch lever, right foot, rear brake, and so on, in a high-risk environment, that means urban setup, town, city riding, with lots of traffic around you, you're setting yourself up for disaster, resulting in a no-brake use to avoid or minimize impact. In other words, if you are not covering your levers and you have your fingers around your grips, if something happens in front of you, the only thing you'll be doing is you'll be grabbing the grips tighter. You will not be able to release the, the grips with two fingers and go for the levers. You simply won't because your brain at that point is frozen up. So covering your levers will most certainly help in response time, whereas most riders just grab the grips tighter, like I said. So learn to brake effectively, folks. Uh, speed is manipulated by your right hand and your ego. I have to say that. Learn to tap off, roll off, decelerate when entering or running in a dynamic or ever-changing urban environment. Most importantly, please, learn to anticipate and pace yourself. It's a jungle out there, and our other road users and you on a motorcycle are distracted and occupied by many things. And all that will affect your uh, visible reserve, your stopping distance, your, in other words, your reaction time, and your response time. So please anticipate. And by anticipation means not just think about the car that's turning in front of you, uh, that or might turn in front of you, but also verbally saying it out loud in your helmet that it is a potential hazard and you need to take action. By action, I mean start slowing down, cover your levers. Folks, that's it for this week. Until next time, please write to live. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.